Hello and welcome to Very Excellent Habits, the podcast that helps you create little habits for a big life. I'm Carly Jacobs, writer and mostly sensible habit maker. So Ollie is back this week for a self-improvement book club and this season's book is The 48 Laws of Power. And I had a chat to Ollie and we decided to switch out books for self-improvement book club and do one kind of proper lovely one like Brooke McCallery's Care um, and one kind of very strange one like The Secret. So this week's book is undoubtedly very, very weird, but let's welcome Ollie back first. Welcome. How have you been? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I think we've both had a, a very big week and it's just... We have. One of those kind of things. Uh, you will find out why I had a big week in the kicked my ass section of today. Okay. So look, look forward to that. <laughs> so I chose this book because it has a really weird, controversial reputation. Uh, I also collect self-improvement books. And as I was researching it, I was looking for controversial self-improvement books. And this one popped up mm-hmm. like in the top 10 recommendations of books for that. God bless the internet. Like that's just being able to Google that kind of thing. Like which self-improvement <laughs> books are a bit weird and shit. Um, and then I saw it and I was like, oh my God, I've got that book. Uh, and so that's why I'm looking at it this week. And it's quite odd. What do you think of it? I am very torn in my feelings for this book. Um, if I'm approaching it from a purely academic front, then I would say it's brilliant. Uh, is written clearly and thoughtfully uh, with examples given of how each law can be used practically. However, (laughs) um, I feel I have a strong moral compass and looking at it through that lens, I just think it's awful. Um, It's incredibly narcissistic in its messaging. Um, Law 14 actually sums up for me uh, how wrong, how wrong I felt it was. Uh, Pose as a friend, work as a spy. Um, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> I do appreciate that there are warnings that go with the laws for how things could go wrong, but even that came across in a manipul- my, my manipulation didn't work kind of way. Yeah, I, so, I completely uh, agree. Like at first when I read it, I was like, this book is so dreadful and this guy needs to go to jail. But then I researched it and it, the guy who wrote it is actually really quite legit and he kind of yeah. wrote it like it's just a very it's just very brutal and honest, like rather than being awful, it's just kind of realistic in an awful way, if that makes sense. It it is, it is. And and I was trying very much to look at that point of view as well. Um, And it's incredibly popular and has been used by a whole host of celebrities. Um, But I just couldn't get past the whole use your friends, uh, don't show your true self, um kind of stance I just think that 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 maybe it felt to me like a bit of a sad way to live your life I completely agree Um, and I've I found I found it quite contradictory as well like some parts said you know keep secrets and keep yourself guarded and then other sections were like open up strategically so that people trust you and I was like well am I supposed to open up and get people to trust me falsely or am I supposed to keep my secrets so I like there were there were a few things in it that were Mm that were very contradictory. So like there are a few excerpts that I'd like to discuss. So Mm. let's start with law number two. These are all dreadful, by the way. So if you're, if you're listening, if you're listening to this, this is actually just excerpts from the book. I'm not even making it up. 
never put too much trust in friends, learn how to use enemies. And then there's like a little judgment section that kind of, so there's like a title and then there's like an explanation on what that title is supposed to mean. Mm. Be wary of friends. They will betray you more quickly for they are easily aroused to envy, but hire a former enemy and he will be more loyal than a friend because he has more to prove. If you have no enemies, find a way to make them. I just, I just don't think that makes any sense. And I feel like the advice should be make better friends because like literally none of my friends are spoiled or tyrannical. Like what the hell? Also, why on earth would you trust an enemy or make one on purpose? Like what, like, what did you make of that law? Uh, well, I, I just think that it that it must be directed at a, a world that I'm just so disconnected from mm. because like, and that's what I was trying to look at it from like, you know, that kind of law where would work in a highly competitive environment such as ones that like the celebrities live in you know where and that's why it could be so popular for them or you know incredibly business orientated and you and I do not come from that background and maybe that is why we were like eh Oh, I was thinking the same thing. Like maybe it's a class thing. Like if you're just a regular middle-class person where like most people are the same as you, it's, it, it that doesn't apply to you, but yeah, perhaps if you're in kind of like, yeah, a, a celebrity or like very high earning sort of business world kind of thing, mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of like, if you look at something like, um, uh, what's that show with all of the rich housewives, housewives of housewives of places, Housewives of Beverly know. Hills. Oh. I've never actually watched oh. it, but is that what I'm talking about? Is it ha- maybe? Yeah, like I, I kind of feel like the, those laws would be more appropriate in those kind of settings, and that show would make me think that that's the type of thing that people would think in those settings. If I'm wrong, yes, yes, no, I agree, I agree. Um, I think it's either people that have a lot of time on their hands, such as that situation, or and. I'd like to say that I'm not judging. He goes on to say in this chapter that since honesty rarely strengthens friendship, you may never know how a friend truly feels. Since when does honesty rarely strengthen a friendship? It's 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 honesty in the sense that what you've done has upset me. Honesty. But but even then that's kind of okay. Like that's. I I think if if it's the right friendship. Yeah. 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 It's just, I I just found that really, really odd. And I'm, yeah. And maybe he's referring to like proper brutal honesty. That's like not helpful or constructive, but I do kind of feel like that's a no brainer. Like if you're a functioning adult and you know, you're not going to be like brutally, awfully honest with a friend, unless it's actually going to be constructive. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one just totally confused me. So let's talk about law three. Um, (laughs) I found this one really weird as well. Conceal your intentions. Keep people off balance and in the dark by never revealing the purpose behind your actions. If they have no clue what you're up to, they cannot prepare a defense. Guide them far enough down the wrong path, envelop them in enough smoke, and by the time they realize your intentions, it will be too late. Like, why does that sound so sinister? Yeah, it does sound sinister and I don't understand what they're trying to achieve. This is where it must be. This book must be for people in incredibly competitive, high powered situations. Yes. I do not wake up and and think anything of those sorts. 
And also just like I find it really, really odd because they're, they're, um, a lot of these laws are based around friendships and there's nothing in the way that I operate or most of my friends operate that makes me think that there's any power imbalance or anyone who's trying to strive to get more power in a friendship. I don't even think about power in friendship. Is that something that you ever think about in a friendship? No, absolutely ever. Not. It, it never occurred to me. And as actually, as I was reading this, I was like, "Oh my god, are any of my friends trying to to do this? Like, okay. are they like, are they <laughs> leading me down the wrong path?" Like, and like, is Carly, really not my friend. Is she working as a spy? <laughs> is that why I gave you this book to review on my podcast? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just found that really fun. And so, uh, just a lot of the laws have just left me kind of being like. I don't, I don't even know what problem you're trying to solve with that law. Like, so let's move mm-hmm. on to law four. Cause there's quite a few laws that I, that I need to read out to you because they're very funny. Um, law four, always say less than necessary. When you're trying to impress people with words, the more you say, the more common you appear and the less. Inc- <laughs> I was going to say that I'm like common. Wow. No. That's- yeah. Also, like, I feel personally victimized by this law and you would too, because we're both talkers and it's like, and I do kind of have that thing sometimes where I do wish that I was um, a bit more mysterious and you know how you, you, you meet those people and they're just kind of like really silent and really cool. And I'm just like, I am just literally always going to say exactly what's in my head at all times and I can't stop it. But I, I, Yes. <laughs> I think that that it could play on insecurities because when I read that law too, I was like, oh, I'm t- definitely the type of person that, you know, even in a work situation says 50 things instead of one thing. And then I'm reviewing it into the evening thinking, oh, was that really stupid? Should I have not said that? You know, like a bit socially awkward. So when I read that, I was like, oh, maybe I could get something out of this. <laughs> So just like how exhausting to just constantly be trying to not be the type of person that you naturally are, which is, you know, someone who is just very chatty and conversational. Like I would be so exhausted trying to not be that person because I've tried to not be that person and it's really tiring. Yeah. Yeah. So let's look at law nine. I think I was kind of into law nine. Like there were a few that I didn't totally hate. So Law nine is win through your actions, never through argument. Any momentary triumph you think you have gained through argument is really a pyrrhic victory. The resentment and ill will you stir up are stronger and last longer than any momentary change of opinion. It's much more powerful to get others to agree with you through your actions without saying a word. Demonstrate, do not explicate. I I would, yes, I, yes. Sorry. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I completely agree. I, I really liked that one. And I do think that um, there's a lot of discipline and control required to do that kind of thing, but it is just so much more effective. And I'm going to slightly throw our husbands under the bus here when I say that we uh, do a lot of, um, so Ollie and I do a lot of research on like parenting techniques and things together. And like, we follow a lot of Instagram parenting experts and stuff like that. So we use a lot of similar language and things with our kids. And we've actually found, cause we're the ones doing the research and we found mm-hmm. rather than telling our husbands the thing that we're trying to do with our kid, we just model it and not say anything and then they just end up doing the same thing and it's yeah. a better way of doing it rather than being like you're not doing it you're right doing or you're wrong you're doing this Very wrong 
Exactly. And also it's, it's better for us to just do the thing that it is that we want to do. And then it becomes a habit and then other people can see the benefits of the thing that we're doing and then they start doing it. So yeah, I, I was actually quite into that law, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, and again, that's where I think it can be um, attractive. Mm. There are some laws that are just shocking and have made me mm. want to throw the whole book away um, in, in the sense that I'm like, I can't believe that this is being suggested to humanity. But then there are other ones like that one. Mm. Um, and even like law number four, where we were, we were just talking then about, you know, talking too much. Yes. OK. Calling someone common is, is not, no, not nice nice um but they they do kind of make a point that maybe that you don't need to express yourself necessarily as much in certain circumstances such as in a work meeting I don't need to go into full detail about the backstory of this point that I'm trying to make (laughs) just keep laughing thinking about us like just like hanging out together on a Saturday while we're trying to get our kids to amuse each other and we just do not stop talking the entire time it's like imagine if one of us was just trying really hard to to implement that law and the other would be like what is wrong with you why are you not talking like it would be so weird (laughs) it would be so strange it would Uh, I also feel like with the law that I just read out, which was law nine, I also think that works with children. Like I'm trying really hard to model the behaviours that I want Harriet to have rather than tell her about them. So rather than talk to her about how important it is to be inclusive, I'm trying to show her that show her how to be inclusive. So rather than being like, oh, hey, maybe, you know, this little girl would like to come and play with you. I can be like, I, I would just invite the little girl over and be like, oh, hey, would you like to come and play with these kids like you know such and such might like to join so that kind of thing rather than telling people so yeah I really I really quite liked that but like (laughs) on a base level the book just seems like super paranoid and brutal to me I did yeah I did I did a bit more research into it sorry did you have something you want to say about that oh I was just going to say that I read an interview with him and one of the quotes that he said was um, I'm not evil I'm just a realist Mm. Um, and I think to be honest that probably sums up how I felt so if you have to preface a point you are trying to make with I'm not evil but it means to me that the point is unpleasant and I think that that's really just how I found the whole thing yeah exactly and I mean I do I I do actually really appreciate that kind of brutal honesty from people kind of reminds me a lot of Ricky Gervais like he says a lot of things that people get really annoyed about but a lot of the time he's just being really accurate like he says just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right and you know things like that where it's just kind of like yeah that's not a particularly nice sentiment but it's probably quite true um yes yes I mean like not not that's not blanket not in all circumstances obviously but yeah so the the author is actually legit and the book was written I feel like the book was written not for people who want power but for people who might want to learn to recognize when other people are seeking power and manipulating them so more kind of to keep a, a lookout for it's it's almost like the book's written for not the people that are reading yeah. it do you know what i mean yeah. and it's really cynical and it's sarcastic but that's not really made clear in its presentation like it's presented like a really serious book but I still even after reading like interviews with Robert Green who wrote it and he's really legit he's really smart like he's a proper he researcher is. and he's and not that's a, where I was saying I was torn by it sorry because academically you know he's he's quite brilliant yeah um but but it felt like this is just not the right thing to be putting out to the universe morally 
yeah kind of felt. Yeah, definitely. And I also feel like the secret was just completely unreadable. Like it was just terribly oh. written. But this this book was really well written and, you know, yeah. uses proper words and full sentences and, you know, the guy actually wrote it. But it's just it's just interesting and bizarre, but I definitely think it's worth grabbing a secondhand copy if you just want to have a look at it for fun and read some of the laws and maybe freak out if any of your friends are trying to manipulate <laughs> you. It's very odd. Um, so I think, do you have anything else to say about it or is it just like main I wrap up it's is just, it's just strange? Summed up, yeah. Yeah. I think it's summed up pretty well, yeah. And that just about wraps it up, but I like to finish the show on a little segment called Kicked My Ass and Kick Ass, where we both share something we struggled with and also something that we rocked at. So my kicked my ass this week was that uh, we went away for the weekend and then we had this big four-hour drive. Like it's a it's a pretty decent drive for um, to have a little kid in the car. She was perfect. You know, she ate all her healthy snacks and, you know, listened to her music and had a decent nap. And I'm not even kidding. We were like, 30 seconds away from our house. I could see our house and she just projectile vomited everywhere from motion sickness. It went all over my pillow that was on her lap. It went all over. It went in her hair, all over her clothes, all over her car seat. It was like, and then she did it again. She did it twice. And because she's actually not a a vomiter, she didn't know what was happening. So she was distraught. She's crying. Um, She's there. And so like she had all this snot came out of her nose as well. And she's screaming in the back seat. I need a tissue. I need a tissue. I'm like, I'm like, oh, baby girl. I'm like, you, you need like a bucket of disinfectant. You need so much more than a tissue right now. And we were, and the whole plan was that we were, we wanted to transfer her to bed when we got home. And so it was like 9.30 and I'm giving her a bath and washing her hair. And I was just like, oh, my God. And this was Sunday night. So this was just a start to a terrible, terrible week. And it was also Ben's birthday. So he's he's out on the lawn just like hosing off her car seat in the middle of the night. And we were just like, oh, my God, this is awful. So uh, No, it was not. So that's uh, that's what kicked my ass this week. What kicked your ass? Kicked my ass this week was molars. So my little love, littlest love has been getting his molars through and I don't know, teething to me just seems so backwards. Like surely Mother Nature would have come up with a better way of dealing with getting, you know, these sharp things erupting through your gums. But then would you want babies to be born with teeth because that would be so creepy? It would be creepy, but surely like they do it in a way that it's not painful. That it's would be, a, yeah, ev- evolution should really take care sleep. of that. Mm. They should, right? And he woke every two hours in mm. horrendous pain. Poor love. Did you give him some Panadol? Yeah. Yeah. Panadol and cuddles got him through. but oh, Poor thing. Yeah. The good news is, is that it's result. it's often only like a night or two and then they're back to normal. It's just the well, like. It. He's been fine today. Yeah. So. And molars are hard. Like Harriet's single teeth barely anything when she got her big ones through they were like really they were really intense just gummed everything as well like just hands in her mouth all the time it was it was really awful um so my kid asked this week is that uh one of my clients has a new marketing manager and she's really really great but she's like super light on feedback and I like I don't need to be told that I'm great all the time but I've literally had no feedback from her at all she's been like great thanks great thanks um but this week I wrote a bunch of marketing emails for her and she said and I quote 
I knocked them out of the park, which was lovely. So yeah, it was just really nice. Cause I'm like, I'm not a compliment junkie, but like I've been working with her for a couple of months and I have no idea if she thinks my work is even passable. So it was nice getting that and being like, oh, okay, good. You don't think I'm total garbage. So yes, that was good. Um, Well done you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) what, What about you? Um, mine is that our night netball tournament is finally up and running again after COVID. Ah. Um, COVID had it closed down for a few, like the last few years, obviously. Um, and it was just so, so great to be back on the court and running around and having fun and also like doing exercise without really thinking about this is exercise. Oh, totally. Really yeah. Awesome. yeah. I'm definitely joining next year when life goes back to normal a bit more, but Absolutely. yeah. Well, thank you so much, love. And we'll be back next season with another book club book, but we'll be back later in the season with some fiction ones. Did you have something else you needed to say? Yes. uh, um, We didn't do a recommendation. Did we not do a recommendation? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I am so sorry. All right. Well, let's go we back and do straight into the book. It oh was my goodness. So oh yeah. Cause it's just like on the edge of my seat. I apologize. <laughs> let's go back and I will do, <laughs> I will do my recommendations. So my recommendation is a TV show. I watched a little while ago. It is called the responder and it stars Martin Freeman. Um, and I swear I would follow that guy to the edges of the earth. He is incredible. Yes, I was He's about to say, I'm already sold. So good. Um, it's about a cop in England and it's just a oh, really. I know. It was really good. And also, if you are a massive Tim Freeman fan and have watched a lot of the stuff that he has been in, there is a character in this show that he is seen with quite regularly and you've definitely seen them together before I don't want to do any spoilers because it'll be way more fun for you to figure it out yourself but it's a very very rogue reference but they've been in something together before and if you can't figure out who it is or what it is let me know and I'll tell you because I picked it and I'm a genius I think I feel like I I feel like I I know already so did I already tell you no oh okay oh I don't think you've watched the show though that they're, they're together in because I've been mad okay. at you for not watching this show, but I'm not telling anyone. This uh, is so cryptic uh, for everyone listening. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I don't know then. It's not who I'm thinking of. Okay. <laughs> there we go. What's your recommendation? My recommendation is um, a bit of an odd one this, this week is uh, just add water. So I've heard it for a parenting. Um, if things are going wrong, just add water. And I remember saying this to my husband, I was off, I've recently started back at work and he's having the boys while I'm at work and which is lovely. He's getting all this time, you know, beautiful time with them. And, um, but it was a particularly rough day and morning and I was leaving and I said to him, just remember darling, just add water. And he was like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, and, and it's, and it's right. It works. Like, you know, if you're having a rough day with the children, a bath, a shower, a glass of water, some water play, just, it just solves everything. And I find it's the same for me too. I'm just going to have a bath. I'm just going to have a nice big glass of water and, and sit on this for the moment. And it improves things. I love that. And also swimming as well. Like taking kids to the pool is such a pain in the ass. Like I really, really hate it, but it's like, cause you have to get them dressed and then they're all wet and then they're cold and they get cranky. Oh my God. It's so annoying. But 
when you put a kid in a pool, it's just like oh. they become at one with themselves oh. and the earth again. It's it's a magical yes. little experience. It's just it's very worth yeah. it. Yeah, that's a wonderful one. Thank you, my love. Yeah. All right. Well, now I'm going to do my second wrap up. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, And we will do another fiction book recommendation episode this season. And we'll be back with a nice self-improvement book club book for next season. If you have any recommendations of books that you would like us to review, please let us know. Uh, Yeah, we're looking for a nice one next season. But, you know, if you've got a weird one, we're always keen to read those ones too. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to Very Excellent Habits, the podcast that helps you create little habits for a big life. I'm Carly Jacobs. You can find me on Instagram at Very Excellent Habits, and you can also email me contact at carlyjacobs.com. For all the resources you hear about the show, you can grab them at patreon.com forward slash Very Excellent Habits. And one more thing, please leave a rating and a review. It is the best way to help other people find the podcast. Until next time, remember, little habits, big life. I conclude today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which I record today and pay my respects to their elders past and present, always was, always will be Aboriginal land.